Welcome to the Sports Lounge. I'm your host, Michael Horn, along with the star of our program, the all-pro defensive end, the acting legend, the one and only Mr. Fred Dreyer. My only concern is, is are you going to make the show? Am I going to make the show? Yeah, I, I think I'd your, make uh, it you every got week. a frog in your voice there. I got a little uh, laryngitis that I'm uh, recovering from. Well, you know, what brought that on? Well, I went to uh, the Dodger baseball game on Friday night uh, with my brother. Oh, yeah. And I decided I was going to let out a few shouts and cheers. <laughs> oh, so. Scream at the players. And um, I did. Were you and, rooting and for Mookie? I was uh, rooting for the entire Dodger squad. I'm wearing my Dodger shirt because uh, when they win a lot of games, that's when I wear the shirt. When they lose, I forget that I, I'm a team uh, uh, favorite. Yeah, I know that kind. Yeah. I know that. That's me. Well, Fair, they call us a fair weather fan. But that's all right. Yeah. Uh, you you uh, left there with a sore throat, and they left with a win. No, my throat's fine. It's just the vocal cords are hoarse. That's all. We are uh, coming to you today on Sirius XM, Channel 217. We're on Sports uh, Byline and on CRN Digital Talk Radio. We hope you're enjoying listening to the show. And also, we got the video stream up and going on uh, Roku and on Facebook Live and CRNTalk.com and Twitter and Twitch. Oh, good. And Tiki Live and Periscope and everybody in between. And uh, it's post- Post it always at YouTube and at Facebook Live if you want to go back and take a look at it. Now, so, dare I say multi-platform? Multi-platforms, that is correct. Right. Multiple platforms on the show. So uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Football news, uh, baseball, a lot of stuff going on. How was your week? You got, uh, what, uh, new uh, windows, was it, in your house? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I finally, after decades, got uh, my windows and doors replaced. I had 17 uh, windows and doors replaced. And uh, I, I, you can't get me out of the house now. That's so cool and so nice. You know the one thing I never thought about: the windows are such they're double they're double pane. They're such that your uh, uh, you, the whole room lights up. There's so really? much light. There's so much light that comes in now. So you're you're liking your house a lot. I'm I'm really liking it. You got to get you over there. I'm gonna I'm, come I'm over. gonna make you some tea. That's I wanna, good. I want to. I want to. Tea I'll, for the throat. That's good. <laughs> Little, uh, what do you have? A little oolong tea? Is that what you do? I've got anything you want. I got right. a lot of tea. Gonna take a little break. Come back with more. It is the Sports Lounge. I'm Michael Horn. That's the one and only Fred Dreyer coming to you from CRN, the Championship Radio Network. Sports loungers, truly Michael Horn, the one and only Fred Dreyer, the all-pro defensive end, the acting legend. And uh, we were just talking with uh, Fred. You got new windows in your house. Yes. And uh, that's kind of nice. You were a little, I know, annoyed, as a lot of people were, because apparently some of the baseball games are going to be on Apple TV on Friday nights. A lot of the home teams are going to be on Apple TV. Um, Is that where it is, I think, Apple? Yeah. 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 Apple TV Plus. Apple Apple Plus. Apple Plus. Apple Plus. So you got to get that app and pay for that if you want to see the games. You see those major league guys, they get you to pay uh, YouTube and pay uh, Apple TV, and then you got to get your cable subscription just to watch all the games. No, and here's the thing that's a deal breaker for me. Uh-oh. And there's no way anybody is going to remedy yeah. remedy this. Passwords. 
What's your password to get into your account? I don't care what it is. He said, well, you had it when you signed up for it. I know I did, but I don't know what it is, and I I don't write these things down. I I, I just don't, and I don't care about them, and I'm I'm not going to do it. If if that's what it comes down to, then I'll go without. Yeah, well, it's it's tough. You have to, and then if you use the same password, once somebody busts into some account and uh, and goes and uh, sneaks in there, they grab the passwords and they can get all your other information. Yeah, well, they can have it. Yeah, well, we did it though. We did find your password for Spectrum, so we could get that device that you like, the Amazon Echo. That you are you still shouting at it? I'm still yelling at uh, Alexa. Alexa, please play a little Richard and. Uh, Blue suede shoes. You just turned on everybody's Alexas all over in their house. They just, I did. They all I really switched did. to blue suede shoes by saying. I, I'm so excited about it because I, uh, I, I pulled the plug out and I went up to every room in the house and I played uh, a, a record of my request. In every room of my house. So you, you, you actually can take the unit, unplug it, and move it to a different room. That's right. you got to wait for it to hook up for a second, but it well, hooks yeah, up. Well, yeah, but it's a Wi-Fi. You know, i got a real strong, apparently, a real strong Wi-Fi, you thanks do. to you. You didn't know you had it, and it's been sitting there just waiting Yeah, but don't ask me what the password is. I think <laughs> I'm not I think I, I know. I don't think you remember it, but thank goodness. I don't. A, thank good you got that file. No, I've, yeah, I, I, I'm on record as having brain damage, so... Uh, <laughs> There's no possible way. That's good. Fred can't steal his own password. It's very, very good. By the way, I'm going to start to see Christine Krause starting tomorrow. That's good. That's good. Now, I have a question to start the show off with you because I'm driving in to the studio today, getting ready to do our big weekend edition here of the Sports Lounge. And I'm hearing a couple of guys talking about baseball and they're saying the season's anew and hope springs eternal and they always say every team has a chance to win and the guy was saying that's not the case especially in baseball there are some teams no way do they have a chance to win the world series they said the closest the sport that has the chance to win uh, with Hope Spring Eternal when they start is football, and they cited like the Bengals because they got a they were able to, to get a new quarterback, draft him or whatever they did, and they they got a receiver, and next thing you know they got a great team, and they end up in the Super Bowl. But I'm saying this guy's full of crap uh-uh. because here's the deal: uh-huh. you don't know how many injuries a team's going to get. You don't look at the Dodgers; they got uh, who's their new reliever that they got there for that was on uh, Chicago and was started his career with uh, with Miami, and he was pitching really well, and he looks like a proud eagle when he goes to. to oh yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know who he is. You know who he is. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Anyway. I wrote it down a long time I ago. I do too. It's really. I have to get my password. I'll get it for you. Get my password. Yeah. Anyway. He wasn't doing well the last couple of seasons, and here's the deal. You can come on another team like the Dodgers and maybe have a better coaching staff than other teams had, and the next thing you know, they introduce a new pitch or they find a flaw in the delivery, things turn around, and the next thing you know, you're in the World Series. So that's my question to you. Do you believe that every team has a chance to win at the beginning of the season? No. Why? It's breeding. Why? It's athletic breeding. Tell me why. Well, uh, it, the the the, uh, the you're not going to get a, uh, a 15 pitchers to suddenly have their career years all at once, and uh, a, 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 a pitcher 
uh, is uh, suddenly going to wake up and and uh, and have a career year and uh, and be uh, be dominating every every time he goes out, you know, and and so. Uh, I, I'm I'm of the belief uh, in baseball. Was there what? There's 30 teams. I'd say there's uh, eight that have you can put in the circle that will uh, that will win. I think in football there's about the same. There's about eight uh, of the 30. Eight out of 30 for each league. Right. That's about it. But, 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 but. You get the Dodgers. What I'm saying is uh, Craig Kimbrell, the uh, Dodger new relief pitcher, didn't do so well with the White Sox last year and a couple of years back. And all of a sudden, at the beginning of the year, he's looking like he might have something back again. They've got a couple other pitchers where they've introduced a new pitch. He, uh, Andrew Heaney stunk the last few seasons. And all of a sudden, he's won his first two games and looks pretty good with the Dodgers. Now, will that stay there or not? Who knows? But they he was stubborn, always wanted to throw just his fastball, and now they've given him uh, what he calls, they said it was a curveball, but it's actually a slider. And now he's got a couple of pitches to wow the batters with, and all of a sudden he's pitching low-scoring games. So it can happen to any team. Well, what can happen is there's individuals that can have career years. Correct. That doesn't mean it folds into the realm of uh, everybody now on that team has but, a career but pitching year. pitching usually carries a club. Well, it does, uh, but uh, uh, like Kimbrell. Uh, Kimbrell, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's uh, he, he's a he's a, a a a good dominating pitcher, and uh, he'll he'll uh, get with the Dodger pitching staff. Yes, he'll get with the Dodger pitching staff, and, and with their organization, and he'll he'll learn something yes. about pitching, and he'll apply it to himself. And therefore, you've got uh, the grounds that that individual will be better. Does that mean he's going to have, you know, a a great year? No. Does it mean he's going to be injury free? No. So, you know, it it comes down to athletic breeding. And, uh, And the Dodgers are just loaded at every position with great athletes. Okay. So let's look at Cody Bellinger. He has a great uh, breakout season or two. Then all of a sudden he goes down to the count, can't get a hit the side of a barn. This year comes back and starts hitting. I'm saying that can change on a team as well, too. If you have the right uh, mindset in the players and the right uh, people coaching them. So I'm thinking that can be an amazing year for some teams. Anybody could win. Of course, yeah, sure. That's what I Uh, think. Last year, uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, came in and they, and they got hot during the playoffs. Well, then they had some new personnel changes, and I do agree it's easier if you got a good quarterback and a receiver or two to really make a football team turn it around quickly. So it is probably easier to do in football, but I think any team can do it as well, too. Yeah, right. And uh, whatever whatever this conversation is going, I think it just hit a bump. It did. I think, I think it's over now. Okay, thanks. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> man. Oh, man. Oh, well, I just had to tell you. Anyway, you know, so baseball season, Hope Springs Eternal, basketball, playoffs are going on now, starting soon in hockey. And what did you think of the XFL? Did you check out the first game? No, I did not. I did not. I saw clips of it, and it looked pretty interesting. Uh, now, we may have to catch a game. No. But I think. You mean go to it? No, I think what's t- difficult <laughs> in watching it is. It's a whole new mindset of players that you have to get into your head. And if you've been following yeah, the yeah. NFL, all of a sudden, who's this guy? Who's that guy? And see, I think, see, here's what's interesting. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm attracted to teams and athletes and coaches and coordinators that understand the fundamentals and the techniques of, of defense or offense and, uh, or line of scrimmage. And if they don't play it right, I don't care how good, how many games they win, I don't watch. All right, we'll continue with some more football news uh, for you straight ahead in the Sports Lounge. Stay with us. Sports loungers, truly Michael Horn, the one and only Fred Dreyer, the all-pro defensive end, the acting legend. We're on Facebook Live. That's correct. You can go ahead and send some messages out to us, and we'll uh, comment on you. All right, so so football uh, season is a ways away, but already there's a lot of stories coming on here, Fred. There's this uh, from The Guardian. Did you read that story? Yeah, I took a peek at that. That's the, that's the Tom Brady situation. Yeah, they, they say, was Tom Brady planning an escape route to Miami? And, uh, you know, he was a few uh, months back, he uh, decided he was going to retire from football. And then he changed his mind after a couple of weeks. And uh, and there are multiple unconfirmed reports have emerged now since then as to what was going on. So here's what The Guardian said, and this is purely speculation, but it's an interesting story. Tom Brady on February 1st makes an announcement. He made it clear he was moving on, going to quit playing football. Mm -hmm. Then March 13th, he promptly unretires. And uh, people start to wonder, like, uh, what exactly changed? And so apparently on March 30th, Tampa Bay head coach uh, Bruce Arian said he'd be stepping down in his role and and instead would be working in a consulting position as and defensive coordinator Todd Bowles stepped in to replace him. So they're saying now that uh, given the power dynamics of that situation, Arians was quite replaceable as head coaches tend to be in the league. And they say, while Brady's one of the most important figures in the history, the sport. So here's the speculation. And, and this in their story, they said everything from here on out is speculation. It needs to be uh, phrase, used the phrase reportedly, especially since it seems unlikely we'll get clarification anytime soon. So apparently on Twitter, Rich Olmeyer, a former uh, player and current NFL analyst, reports that Tom Brady, along with offensive coordinator uh, Byron Leftwich, left, uh, felt undermined by uh, Bruce Arians, and and the two were seeking to go elsewhere. And so, meanwhile, Pro Football Talks uh, Mike Florio reported during that same time that uh, Stephen Ross and uh, in Miami Dolphins and the Miami Dolphins wanted to bring Tom Brady and the head coach Sean Payton, but not necessarily. Necessarily in a football role. They the point was to have Brady maybe as part of their front office and start the next phase of his NFL career. So 
would Brady have been an executive in football? Uh, the step, next step of the plan would have been Brady to then unretire install himself as a starting quarterback and have the Dolphins work out some sort of uh, trade compensation for the loss to the Tampa Bay Bucks. And there were no rules uh, against Miami signing Brady as an executive, but he would have still been under contract to play quarterback with the Buccaneers if he wanted to be on the field. So they'd have to work out the trade. So follow this along. We're almost done. So Dolphins head coach Brian Flores filed that racial discrimination lawsuit against the NFL. Remember that was apparently the when the whole plan fell apart here on this that we're talking about in speculation because the Dolphins, the team that fired Flores, were going to have to attempt to bring in a white team president and a, and a white head coach while being accused of attempting to circumvent the Rooney rule, which requires teams to interview a minority candidate for major co- coaching vacancies. That was not going to fly. So what role did Bill Belichick play in this? He's the New England head coach. He's the one who accidentally sent a text message to Flores that was meant to, uh, for former Buffalo Bills offensive quarter, uh, coordinator Brian uh, Dabal, who was the uh, uh, the new coach for the Miami Dolphins, congratulating him. And that proved then at that time that, uh, that uh, the racial Brian Flores filed his racial suit because he was going to go for an interview and they'd already hired a coach who was a white guy. Now, was once Bel- again, was white Belichick guys screw it up. was Belichick the guy that sent that text maybe on purpose to foul up the whole deal well, after know, he got wind Be- of it? Belichick's very naughty. He's smart and naughty. He's what do you naughty. think of this? This He's is a naughty. this is a script for a movie here. Yeah, well, you know, The Guardian is a commie rag Brit newspaper. Well, it's good here, yeah, I'll th- tell th- you. No, that. but what I mean is they probably have it right. Their their scenario. Thank you, Guardian. Their their scenario is probably more in the ballpark than not, and uh, I like the idea that uh, uh, we have uh, uh, we have a, a, a news a newspaper a, a a Guardian newspaper that is uh, uh, un, undoubtedly going to uh, be able to uh, stir it up with everybody and find some truth in the scenario. That's a real good scenario. I like that scenario. Actually. Yeah, and we'll probably never know uh, what happened here. I mean, no one's going to come clean on this speculation, but I'm telling you, it'd be a great script for a movie. Well, I, I, what, uh, Kevin Costner? Is that who you... No, I think you should be in it. I what, think would I, what would I do in Bill there? Bill Belichick, you'd have that role. I'm too tall for Bill yeah. Belichick. Oh, your I'm mind, your craftiness, the old crafty, smart as I'd, a fox. I'd wear, I'd, I'd wear a a beard <laughs> in the role, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but you know what you wind up getting is uh, is a, a scenario that uh, that is as stupid as the Rooney Rule. You've got there's there's only one devious. Model that can overturn the Rooney Rule, and that's this one. This one is it. I love this one. I love this one. It's a good thought process. Now, here's another story. Going back, remember uh, the kneeling of uh, Colin Kaepernick back in, what, 2016? Uh, so Colin Kaepernick has come out now, and he says he's serious about wanting to return to the oh, NFL. Oh, of course. He ran out of money. And so he's willing 
to be a backup quarterback. Oh, is he willing to? If that's what it takes to get him back oh, in the league. Oh, well. That's what he says. Well, of course he said it. He says, I know I have to find my way back in. Yeah. End of quote. I've learned my lesson. He was in an Has interview. he said that? Is that he was in the I Am that, Athlete podcast. And is, so quoting again, he said, so. Here he said, so, yeah. If I have to come uh, back, come in as a backup, that's fine. But that's not where I'm staying. And when I prove that I'm a starter, I want to be able to step on the field as such. I just need the opportunity to walk through the door. Can you imagine this? This is now, he's had such tryouts. great Democratic policy. He's had tryouts. And great. then he says a little more for you. He hasn't played since 2016. That's when he started kneeling. And here's what he said about that. He says, and I'm quoting him now. This is Colin Kaepernick. He says, uh-huh. you have end racism in the back of your end zone, meaning the NFL. He says, you have Black Lives Matter on your helmet. Everything I've said should be in alignment with what you're saying uh, publicly, he says. Uh, It's a $16 billion business. When I first took a knee, my jersey went to number one. When I did the deal with Nike, their value increased by $6 billion. $6 billion with a B. So I guess he did the whole kneeling thing not because Black Lives Matter. It sounds to me like he did it for money. Well, I well, I mean, if his deal re- went regardless, for his, his jersey went up. He was a genius in the marketing field. Regardless, I mean, uh, what 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 are we supposed to make of all this? I don't know. He wants to come back though. And yeah, he's saying. Well, it's their league. That, that's how yeah. stupid this is. It's well, the their NFL's league. dumb because they're following in with yeah. the, the whole thing by putting stuff on the field. So Colin Kaepernick's using yeah, it to say, yeah, "Hey, yeah, yeah. why are you yelling at me? I was kneeling down here, and you've got everything in the end zone and on your helmet well, as well." Well, here's the here's out, people sitting on the outside of this thing look and see and can 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 complain all you want about uh, Colin Kaepernick's behavior and and uh, but my, my position has always been on the Kaepernick issue is that the the ownership of the San Francisco 49ers screwed this thing up from the from the very day that that, Ka- that Kaepernick uh, 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 took a knee. Yeah, and and uh, uh, you know, I'll just briefly say it again. If if I'm the owner of the 49ers and my quarterback, who's supposed to be a starter, or in in the uh, in the uh, uh, breaches of uh, being a star face of my franchise, I'm going to be really pissed off when he does this. I'm going to get in the elevator. Go down and pull him off the field. Tell him to take that uniform off. Go inside the locker room in the press room. Wait till the game's over. And you and I are going to have a chat with the press. We're going to find out exactly what's in that empty head of yours. And let's see if you can think for yourself. And if you don't have anything to say, if you don't have anything at all to say, you're fired on the spot. Well, and you said it was good for the game because the quarterback is the leader on the field. And if your leader goes astray, he kind of takes the team astray because people agree, disagree, whatever, in the way that he presented it. So you were saying as the owner, you're giving him a chance to have a press conference and tell people what he thinks is wrong. Speak up. Speak up. you as an owner are supporting him through that respect, but it's not on the field when he's the leader of a football team. And I agree with you 100% on that. Yeah, well, uh, if they let him back in, that's their business. Right. If you ask a sane man, which I, I claim to be, uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, I've got another conversation that uh, to challenge him with that he'll never. He'll never compete with. 
Well, we'll see. Yeah. That's good. Now, we got a couple other football news here for you. Deshaun Watson uh, is uh, reporting for the Cleveland Browns voluntary offseason program, but the old Cleveland Browns quarterback, Baker Mayfield, is not reporting. And Deshaun Watson, as you know, uh, traded over to Cleveland. Cleveland signed him. He's the one who was on, uh, was it uh, Houston, the Texans there, uh, with uh, reportedly uh, had a sexual uh, um, uh, accusation of sexual misconduct uh, in his uh, time with Houston. And so um, he was uh, received by Cleveland in a trade, and that doesn't set well with Baker Mayfield. So here it is, temperatures in the 30s, late spring, snow still falling, and the former Houston Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson, arrives at the facility in Ohio, and there's a picture of him on Twitter, and he's ready to go ahead and uh, work out, and and Baker Mayfield's nowhere to be found, probably going to be traded. Well, you got to find someone who wants him. Yeah, well, that's true, and that's going to be, they say, difficult, but I don't know, he's a pretty good quarterback. Well, he's not adult. He's not adult? He's not adult, and that was what the the complaint of the Browns were. They said, we want an adult quarterback leading this team, and we don't have one. Well, maybe they got one now. We'll find out what's there. We'll take a break, come back with more. It's the Sports Lounge. I'm Michael Horn. One and only Fred Dreyer is here. Stay with us. Back to the Sports Lounge. I'm your host, Michael Horn, the star of our show, the all-pro defensive end, the acting legend, Fred Dreyer. We are on Facebook Live. We're on Sports Byline, Sirius XM, CRN Digital Talk Radio. We're on the Internet everywhere. Check it all out at crntalk.com. And so, Fred, uh, we've got Kathy listening to us, and she says hello, and she says, do you follow NASCAR at all? Uh, No, I mean, I I glance at it. But you like cars, but you don't necessarily watch. You kind of take a a look. I got to tell you. Tell us. uh, Please tell us. If if there's a good race on and it means something, okay, fine. But going around in those circles. The left turn club. I got to tell you, I, uh, I uh, I don't see it. My brother loves it. I went to uh, to a race one time. It's it's, it's you kind of get into it when you watch it as a spectator, yeah, and then you sure. watch it on on TV. But uh, you love cars. That's why yeah, I'm I amazed. Do. I do. I Didn't do. Did you love drive it. Tanya Tucker's car one time? Test drive it at one point. Yeah, it's a great right. story someday for the show. Yeah, we shouldn't talk about that. We should. <laughs> this was a nice car too. Oh yeah. I'm never going to let you get behind the wheel of my car. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Fred says, hey, can I drive your car? I say, nope, nope, nope. That's okay. Well, the, okay. the key words here in this scenario were were, were this. Yes. Burn rubber, baby. <laughs> you don't let Fred drive in your car. <laughs> you just don't. Well, all right. Okay. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, uh, one other final uh, little bit of news here from uh, the NFL. Um 
you know, there's been a record-setting off-season here right now as far as new contracts uh, and the amounts of money that teams are paying for wide receivers. And three of the uh, top young uh, players at that position at the NFL uh, are looking to maybe get new contracts. Adam uh, uh, Schefter and uh, the of the 49ers, uh, rather uh, from uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter said that the 49ers started uh, Debo Samuel, the Titans wide, uh, wide out uh, A.J. Brown, and the Commanders receiver Terry McLaurin are seeking new contracts mm. and are not expected to participate in any of the uh, on-field work during their off-season programs. Now, yeah. you guys, when you played at an off-season, did you report on time or did you one time say, "I'm not feeling like playing. I'm not going to show up"? No, no. Look, if you're gonna if you're gonna pull that, if you're gonna say, "I'm not showing up," then you gotta kind of give them an explanation that makes sense that is as I, I, as I said adult it's not a tantrum right and because you're asking them to give you money they're paying you they're, they're paying you lots of money yeah so uh, the the upshoot of all of it is is uh, uh, I, I I showed up for all of the things I was supposed to show up for and uh, and I also when I did show up, I uh, I also uh, let it be known that uh, I I uh, deserve more money. <laughs> well, there you go. And, and I don't know if it was a player in football or somebody, maybe basketball. I think it was basketball guy with the uh, Sacramento Kings, and I forget the player, but. He wants to sue the Sacramento Kings because he said he was the best thing happening for the Kings. They never had a chance to win, and the Kings owe him more because he was the thing that drew people to the game. Now, here's what I say to that player. You signed your deal. They're paying you the money, probably more than other players are making. So pipe it, and if you're that stupid of a negotiator, you should ask for more money. Am I correct? Well, I don't know the situation. Yes. I don't know his situation right. on, on that, but uh, I'll, I'll just say that uh, you just got to think it through. You, you, you do, when you walk through the door to negotiate with these people, you do want to have uh, your cards in a row, and you want to make sense. And when you leave, you know, you, you, you want them to, to uh, respect you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. And by the way, one last note. I got numbers here for the U.S. Uh, I said XFL, but the USFL uh, Startup League. And the uh, uh, there the every Startup League is going all the way back to when we had the XFL. Always seems to have a big opening weekend. And so according uh, to the, uh, the USFL, the reboot of that league, they did well this last weekend. According to TVRatings.com, you can look it up, the USFL's first game on Saturday night did 2.95 million views. Viewers. Mm-hmm. That was the New Jersey Generals and the Birmingham Stallions, and the game was broadcast both on NBC and on Fox. It did 1.52 million on NBC and 1.43 million on Fox. So that's pretty good money. Well, that's good. Big day let's for the league. Let's see what happens. Let's see what yeah. happens. Yeah, so uh, that's good. Now, let's get over to, uh, as we mentioned, some uh, notes. If you want to get on Facebook Live, you can uh, ask away questions of Fred. And if you uh, uh, would like to go ahead and send an email, you can always send an email to Fred, Fred Dreyer, D-R-Y-E-R, Fred Dreyer at crntalk.com. And our um, 
our historian Pamela has uh, again. She we missed you, Pamela, for the last couple of weeks. So she sent you some uh, photos of you and Stephanie Kramer. And what she were said, we doing? What were we doing? Stephanie often said that even during a long, exhausting day of shooting, you, Fred Dreyer, would always make her laugh. So uh, she said that she wished the writers would have included more of your sense of humor into the Hunter character because you are so funny. Any thoughts on that? Well, it, it is true. I was funnier than the writers. and and But the writers are the writers, and we have to we have to make sure that they're the ones that uh, that uh, agree with uh, what goes in uh, in the script and uh, but for the most part uh, there's there's things in the script that that allow you to ad lib certain situations oh and and and, uh, and Roy Huggins the executive producer yes. was always in favor of us trying to find something that made it different. I always told him, I said, you know, people are comparing this show to other policiers, other, you know, cowboy shows. And I said, it's got to have something in there that that the characters can bring to the audience that make them say, hey, this show's different. So, in essence, was Stephanie Kramer acting and asking maybe every once in a while that you be like, not only Hunter, the great star of the show, but also for comic relief every once in a while, Andy Devine as Jingles from the old, was that Lone Ranger series? Yeah, she also wanted me to come up with a uh, with a, yeah. my own wee doggies type of a, yeah. a saying. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> Jingles used to every once in a while oh. fall, fall into the water trough. So yeah. maybe if there was yeah. a, a scene somewhere, you could fall into the water or something and cause some, you know, maybe yeah, the scene and, wasn't and, going and, well. And just really come out like yes. a fool yeah. altogether. But maybe the scene isn't going well. The comic relief would bring everybody out of it like we do here on this show. Yeah, that would be great. And then, and then I'd go down on the report as a holding up production for about two hours <laughs> while good. I blow dry my suit. It's good. Now, all right, so we got pictures. Pamela sent pictures. So if you can't tell us about this, now here is a Fred Dreyer pose, that straight-laced sense of humor of yours, and it looks like you've got Stephanie Kramer, really, for those of you on radio, she is looking off to, to well, her right. I think right. she's laughing at something off camera. Oh, you th- I don't know. It seems like you just made some comment there. It looks like it has to be a Fred Dreyer. Well, look, usually on, usually at, uh, you know, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, Day, you yes. know, as we get ready to break for lunch because we're going to yeah. work till four in the morning. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say something to her that I know will make her respond this way. Yeah, and you're looking very good. There's a, we have some comments from listeners this week. We'll get to those too. But uh, is that one of those things you call a split complimentary there in that suit? Yeah, it is. So, so how does a split complimentary? You got black pants, a white shirt. Looks like a very light tan jacket, and it looks like sort of a tan tie. Is it's, that a, it's a gold tie. Oh, it's a gold tie. That's a black and white photograph. So, oh no, it's just it's a black to... tie. And and I have a tie clasp. Have you noticed? I noticed that. Right. Those are not in style anymore, or are they? They're in style if you wear them. Okay. That's very nice. That You probably, and I'm going to give you a compliment, 
that you're the best uh, looker in the tie class that I've ever seen yeah. because sometimes it just don't work for me. <coughs> All right, now we got another picture here. Here we look like you and Stephanie. Stephanie's uh, uh, you're on the left. Stephanie's on the right. You're looking at each other, and it looks like you've is that a baby that you're holding or is no, that a that's, bowl of that, popcorn? That, that's a that's a a a large newspaper full of French fries. That's what I thought. Some food is in there, right? Did you hear what I said? French fries, yes, I'm yeah, saying. Okay. I thought it was popcorn. Now, where did you get these? Was this from craft services, or did you go to some McDonald's or something? I don't know where we got them. I think sure as they'll go out. Say, Here, say, shut the set down while I go get some uh, French fries. Yeah, and it looks like that's, you know, it looks like you two. And you... I hold up two fingers saying, this is my second bag. <laughs> <laughs> second bag there. Okay. So now you got a more pictures for everybody. And again, we'll post these at uh, crntalk.com. That's where you can click right there on the picture of Fred Dreyer in the sports lounge. And you'll see this next picture. This one's kind of romantic. This one looks pretty good. Here's Fred Dreyer uh, standing in the background in sort of a, uh, a tweed gray uh, jacket. And uh, Stephanie is, you're standing behind her and you've yeah, got your so arms that, around yeah, her, yeah, cradling yeah, her. Yeah. She's got a 35-millimeter camera around her neck there, and she's grabbing your shoulder in what I think is probably a very romantic thing. What shoulder? She's under your armpit there, and she's touching your shoulder in that picture. She's kind of giving you a nice little love She just realized that there's a lot of words in this this, uh, scene coming up that I've told her I'm not going to say, so it's up to her. And she's drinking, it looks like, again, something from craft services. No, she's always drinking. Got a cup of coffee. Yeah. And you're saying, you got to look like you say, I'm not saying those lines. Is that what's going on? <laughs> I just said, I'd have to be drunk to say that. <laughs> That's good. All right, we got another picture here. Again, thanks, Pamela, for sending these in, our historian. Now, here is a shot. And uh, this one is a little out of focus, but you are, uh, boy, you got your badge on on this one, too, Fred. Well, I'm, 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 I'm this is business, Mike. Well, you're in this, probably a scene right from the show itself. You got a white shirt black tie, black uh, sport coat. You got uh, gray pants. And Steph has, uh, Stephanie's in her uh, gray suit with nice, uh, she looks like she's got a, a black and white blouse with the sleeves pulled back. She's smiling, looking off to her right. And you're, it looks like you're kind of smiling too, but you're facing to your left, like you're both going to walk in different directions. What's going on Is in this show? that what show? that looks like? It, well, that's what I'm describing it for our radio audience. So what's going on here? She's kind of laughing, though, as she walks away from you, and you look like you're breaking up a little bit yourself. I'm not laughing, am I? Am I yeah. Laughing? Yeah, there is a smile there. It's a little foggy. Oh, yeah, But yeah, there is yeah, a yeah. smile on there for you. Well, it, it's, it was a collaborative effort, whatever it was. That's good. Glad to see that. Now, we've got uh, just a couple more here. we got a picture, again, from the Hunter series of you either holding some sort of television award or, or some sort of like light a, fixture. It's like a lamp. Yeah, it looks like a lamp. And and now here, you're untucked here. This is a picture of you with your white shirt untucked, and you got a look on your face like, mm, like you're really surprised. And Stephanie Kramer is doing the same thing. You have your arm around her, holding her to your side there. Yes. What was that lamp all about that you're uh, holding? Uh, it was, we were getting ready to change wardrobe for another scene. Yes. And once they announce, okay, scene 17 is coming up, everybody on the floor does their job to accommodate scene 17. And I'm one, so I have to change my wardrobe. So I start pulling my shirt out, and uh, somebody hands me this lamp. And I say, you know, this is a good idea. I'll need this lamp to see where the hell I'm going. So that's what it is. 
perfect picture there. We got a few more here. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. We'll get to a few more emails and, and one more picture. These are good scenes, and it gives you a little caption of your life there on the Hunter Show. You can send your emails, Fred Dreyer at crntalk.com, Fred Dreyer at crntalk.com, and you can also uh, check out these pictures at uh, the lounge, uh, the sports lounge uh, with Fred Dreyer at crntalk.com. You can check them out. They'll also be up on our YouTube uh, page as well, too. Take a break. I have more for you. It is the Sports Lounge coming to you from CRN. here in the sports loungers truly michael horn the one and only fred dreyer thanks so much for joining us one more picture here fred of you from the hunter days and uh this is a picture of you leaning over again a nice tie on stephanie's pushing back your arm and uh it looks like you're playing a little kitschy coup or something here were you no it doesn't oh what is Don't this then? i'm audience. sorry what is going on here no she uh uh she's uh uh, was reading her. Oh, your hand is on your foot. You got your foot on the car or something, and you're stretching out your foot, it looks like. What? Doesn't it look like you got your foot kind of stretched out there? I don't know. Yeah, it does to that's me. Kind of Check a, this out, and next week we want our audience to tell us what's odd, going on in this picture. That's an odd thing. Well, you always stretch it. your back from your football yeah, games. Yeah, oh, I always do that. So you might be doing a stretch So maybe there. that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm thinking. It could that's very well the, be. But maybe not. Well, she's, uh, you know, she's, uh, put that back up there for a minute. Yeah. I think, uh, I think she's, uh, 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 we, 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 at the, at the beginning of every scene, while they're lighting and setting everything up, we go off to the side. And stretch. And, and, and Yes. We go off to the side and uh, say our line and say our words and try to make sense out of everything. And, uh, and I think this is one of those scenes and uh, somebody said or did something. Looks like it got a big laugh anyway from you. Yeah. All right. Heidi Ann says, hey, Fred, I've had a crush on you since 1987. Uh, well, since seeing the show Hunter, which is now in reruns, which I watch, uh, laugh out loud, just wanted to say hi. I live in New York, really don't like it too much going on here, and, oh and none of it's good. Looking to move to Florida. I love being by the water. I love fishing. Uh, it's soothing. Just wanted to drop you a line. Take care. What are you doing in New York? I don't know. She's going to move to Florida. Oh, that's good. That will be good for her. Yeah. Grindhouse Funhouse says, death before dishonor. Year 1987. I'd wager it's one of those 80s action movies forgotten by most people. I loved it. Scored by Brian May, who did it on his off hours from his famous band In Excess. Did you ever meet him? No, I don't think I did. And Linda Elder, I don't know if it's any relation to Larry, says, I've always liked watching you and Hunter. You did real justice to a tight pair of jeans. Now that I'm in the golden years, I'm re-watching the series, and you still look good. Oh, thanks. That's our show. We'll see you next week. Check us out, Fred Dreyer at crntalk.com. Say so long, Fred. So long, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.